Hello, my fans, friends. Welcome to the Rich Terring podcast feed, powered by ACAS Plus. Thanks to everyone who's come to see the Can I Have My Ball Back tour so far. It's been going really well. I've got a four-star review in The Standard, four-star review in The Telegraph, who once called me the worst comedy experience of the year, so that's a turnaround. Uh, people have been coming, people have really been enjoying it, and it's getting better and better. The only gigs this week are both in Pocklington, the town I was born in, near York. Uh, there's a couple of tickets left for the evening show and a few more tickets left for the matinee, I think about 4.30. But love to see you there, Yorkshire. Pop along, check richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs to see if I'm coming near to you. There are tickets left for nearly every show in the tour. I think Norwich has sold out. Uh, and a couple of gigs in London could do with your support as well. Anyway, please listen to the podcast. Do spread the news about the podcast to your friends. Listen as much as you can. Numbers are slightly down, which may affect the future of this podcast. So just leave it playing, even if you're not in the room. Love you. <laughs> now sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever it is you're going to listen to. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, my finest of friends. Welcome to episode three of Emergency Questions, a show in which we go back through the massive Rahulastapa back catalogue and put together the best answers to some of your favourite emergency questions. Also, occasionally we go into the backstage interviews that are secret if you're not a badger or a plusser. You can become a badger at gofasterstripe.com slash badges. Hear all of those backstage interviews. Or become a plusser by googling Rahalastapa and ACAS Plus. And then that's one of your benefits. Uh, certainly if you're at the top tier, you get backstage interviews and videos. All sorts of malarkey. But, or you just wait for every single question to come up on emergency questions and and hear all of the answers that way when they come up in the backstage interviews thanks to everyone who's uh, emailed and tweeted to say they've been, been enjoying these uh, conglomerations that's not the word is it but they'll do um and uh, we will keep doing them as long as you keep listening to them uh, and remember if you are the control of channel five just think what a brilliant programme this would make. Just me talking to celebrities in different... Like, think grumpy old men, but just emergency questions. And it can be young people as well, isn't it? And uh, they just answer the question in a really funny way. It's cheap. It's cheerful. 
It's everything you want from a programme hook. But what is the question this week? Is there any way to find out other than looking at what the title of the podcast is? Well, of course there is. We choose it each week by spinning this gigantic roulette wheel. Let's go. And this question, as you'll find out, was first asked in the Edinburgh Fringe version of this show. It predates Rahalastapa itself and is one that I still ask very regularly to this day. It's a very popular question to find out. Let's go to the first time I used it in Rahalastapa with the wonderful Rob Delaney. I usually ask, that's one of the questions I started using during the Edinburgh Fringe podcast, was have you ever seen a ghost? Oh, I wish I would love to. Yeah. I want to. I'm one of those people who absolutely would freak out with happiness if I saw one. Uh, you might see that we're here in England because we have more history here. Quite so there's more that. chance. Yeah, yeah. There's more chance. Um, it goes back longer than America. What are you saying they're Native Americans? What do you mean? Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so Rob Delaney, at the time at least, had never seen a ghost. Maybe he will have done by now. It was a while ago. Uh, next guest up, he's vying for the title of the most regular guest on this podcast. And if you are in Wells on the 28th of May in the afternoon, you can see me talk to him again. It's John Robbins. Has he ever seen a ghost? I wonder. Have you ever seen a ghost? Um, no. I once, when I was in Scouts, I was the Sixer. So I was in yeah. charge of the scout, my scout six. Yeah. And um, so far, this is a long way away from answering the question. Yeah. I'm just saying that. I'm hoping it's going to become more relevant. Well, our, our, <laughs> our, our, I've just been wanting to get this into the interview. I was a six when I was a Cubs, all right? And there hasn't been a question I've managed to get that into yet. And I demand respect. <laughs> um, and our Kayla and Bagheera and Shere Khan would always tell yeah. us ghost stories. Yeah. So I once told a ghost story on a night hike to my six about a wolf man who lived in a hut in the wood that we were in uh, to try and scare them. And I got so scared that they had to call my mum <laughs> to pick me up from the night hike because I'd scared myself with a, <laughs> with a story I had invented. But no, I've never, uh, never seen a ghost. No. Okay. The rather tragic John Robbins there. Next up, we'll find out if musical comedian and general wonderful wonder of the world, Vicky Stone, has ever seen a ghost. Has she? Ooh. So far, no one's seen a ghost. Let's see if Vicky Stone has. Now, usually I know how people are going to answer this question, and I, I don't know with you. Okay. Have you ever seen a ghost? Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, I used to live in an old... I used to live in an old uh, old house, uh, an old flat in the Docklands, and there was definitely a ghost that... I don't remember what kind of format it was in, but would, the, the, the song Do You Know The Way To San Jose would just randomly play out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. I, I think it was, like, number four. It was in a CD player. It was, like, number four on the CD. Yeah. So I, I, I decided that we had a ghost that really liked 
Do you know the way to San Jose? Or a, or a broken, broken CD player. Or, or a broken CD <laughs> we player. We get one of the two. Yeah. I, 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 think it, I think it's a ghost. Yeah. It could yeah. be a ghost. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. See, I was right, because that's sort of not a ghost. I, I would have said you haven't seen a ghost. But there's, there's basically meant that people have seen ghosts and saying people haven't seen ghosts. Not, that's why I'm not sure. I'm not sure which side of that divide you fall on. That's, that's, uh, I think it was a ghost. <laughs> okay, you, you meant it. <laughs> Look, uh, I do enjoy the work of Derek Okora. <laughs> Good. Why didn't? So you should. Uh, well, so she thought she'd seen a ghost, but she hadn't seen a ghost. And in that question, I gave away the secret behind asking this question in the first place. I do like ghost stories, and I love to hear people who have seen ghosts. But it is quite a good... I can usually take a guess before the guest comes on. Uh, and if I had to take a guess, not remembering what my next guest said, uh, I'm going to say that she has seen a ghost. Let's see if I'm right. It's Miriam Margolis. Have you ever seen a ghost, Miriam? That's what I... That's what no, I, no, of course no. not. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I deal in reality, not in nonsense. See, that's, that's, that's unusual. Most actors have seen ghosts. Cause well, most, fuck them. Maybe most they act- have. Most, <laughs> most actors are mental, Miriam. Most actors are mentally ill. I haven't. I, I haven't. I'm glad. It's my test to find out if someone's crazy or not. And you're not. You're no, not. I've never I knew seen you, a ghost. I've never, never no. seen a ghost. Good on Miriam Margolis there, subverting my expectation. At least this time I claimed that the time... I asked her that I didn't think... She, I, I think I did think she'd have seen a ghost at the time. But good old Miriam Margolis. I do recommend that episode, as I do with all of them. But that is a particular cracker if you haven't heard it. So do seek it out. Google Rahala Stepan and Miriam Margolis. Uh, any of these that take your fancy, do go back and have another listen. Uh, every download helps us in our quest to make ever more content for you. Uh, coming up next... Jen Brister, very sensible woman. Let's see what she has to say to this question. Let me ask, if, have you ever seen a ghost? I'm enjoying asking people if they've ever seen a ghost. I'm no. going to say you've never seen a ghost. I was going to predict that. Never seen one, never got I, close? But I don't know. I don't think so. No. I saw one up in my dressing room. It was a little Scottish man. <laughs> you saw a little there. Scottish man? just up there sitting there using my toilet. Yeah. Not saying anything. Walked out. I mean, it could have been a Scottish. Man. I mean, it might just have been a man. It might have been a man. But it might have been a ghost, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, there's no way. Well, no, did you put your hand in my dressing room? Why didn't you put your hand through him? Because oh, what if he was real? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Just checking out. <laughs> groin first. There we go. Oh shit! In that case, I'd seen a ghost. It's me who's mental, and I apologise for continually using the word mental, which is very implicitly incorrect. But you know, I do it with love. Uh, you're allowed to do it. You're allowed to say it if you are one. So that's uh, that's that's what I'm going with. But if you've offended, if you're offended by my use of that word, you know, I'm really sorry, but probably probably still do it later. Coming up now, another scientist and I would have thought sceptic. It's Rick Edwards. I don't know. the. I can't remember any of these conversations, by the way. So this is as exciting for me to listen to as you. Um, I'll ask you this because you're a man of science. Have you ever seen a ghost? Well, sort of yes, yes and no, in that when I was, uh, okay, how old was I when Ghostbusters came out? Ghostbusters came out in 1984, 80... 1984, 85, yeah, 84. something like that. Um, I think I saw it uh, on video a couple of, so I was maybe seven or eight, uh, and I just watched it, 
and the opening scene with the library ghost had obviously scarred me uh, horrendously because it is genuinely scary. Um, you, you're familiar with the ghost I'm talking about? I am very familiar. And uh, I was going. Uh, I was at my uh, nan's, and so we're going up the stairs in the in the block of flats. Uh, and I would always run up to the because she was at the top. I'd run up to the top to get to the door first, um, and I got up there and was absolutely convinced that I saw that ghost and ran down, back down again, right. screaming. Yeah. But much as uh, it felt like I had, looking back, I can see why I thought that. Yeah. It's because I'd just seen the film. Yeah. So and the actor who played that role lived in that block of flats. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> just my, coming and putting milk. I should have said, sorry, it was my name. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, quite, quite a funny prank for uh, her. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I've, saw, I've seen three ghosts since I've moved... I've got a ghost in my house. It's a crying baby. <laughs> yeah, okay. When I go into the kids' rooms, they're all asleep and the baby's in crying. It's spooky. Uh, and uh, when I take the dog for a walk at night, you see loads of ghosts out in the countryside. And then you work out what they are. One of them was a horse. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's sort of coming at you and you think it's a person well, in the dark and then it comes to you and then you go, oh, but fuck, it's a horse. A ghost of a horse? No, I think it was a real oh, horse. Oh, just a horse. Okay, fine. Uh, which is, yeah. in a way, worse than a ghost. Yeah, yeah. Because a yeah, horse yeah. can trample you to death. Yeah, yeah. Because a ghost does not exist. Ghosts will just uh, sort of slime yeah. you, won't it? And then, yeah. Anything. Yeah, it's true. God, in Ghostbusters, you seem to think that's the main source of ghosts. Well, so, is it not? No. <laughs> uh, and I was walking the dog the other day, and we came through a farm bit, and the light, a light goes on as you go through the farm, otherwise it's dark. Yeah. And then it flashed, and I saw a milkmaid, an old-fashioned milkmaid standing near the farm. Uh, but then it was just a sign with a piece of paper on it that I'd misinterpreted. <laughs> <laughs> then, then I went a bit further, and uh, there was like a black wraith-like figure moving around. I could see it moving, and then it sort of started sweeping in towards me. It was terrifying. Mm. Then I realised it was just my shadow from the light behind <laughs> That's it. I was moving, so it was moving. Yeah. Like, I think ghosts are just people misinterpreting stuff they don't understand, and, and they're a bit scared. I... I think you might be right. I think in all those three th- yeah. examples, I think we've, we've hit on something You've there. You've sort of proven it, haven't you? Have, yeah. yeah, it's good. And once again, this quest to find out if people are sane or not um, reveals that I am the, the least sane of all the people, though at least I did manage. I don't even remember those incidents, let alone that conversation. <laughs> the milkmaid, the horse running at me, God. Uh, you know, a lot of time has passed and my memory is not what it was. It's nice to listen back to these um, and find out things that have happened to me in the past and, and my guests. Time now. Uh, as you might have expected, we haven't heard from Rufus Hound on this and I think we need to. So let's go over to the wonderful comedy actor and comedian and presenter and mustachioed man, at least formally, Rufus Hound. Have you ever seen a ghost? Has you or one of your siblings ever seen a ghost to give it its full? Oh, my brother has seen a ghost. Yes! <laughs> but... I can't really remember the ins and outs of it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We'll get him on next week. Yeah, yeah. I'll, um, I'll tell you, as a podcast extra, <laughs> yeah. if you want, yeah. at a time of your mutual convenience, <laughs> yes. I will um, give you his phone number. If you want to add this on at the end, <laughs> okay. I'll get him. Because with all of those ghost stories, they're obviously all bullshit made up by people who are mentally impaired, right? Yeah. There's, there's no such thing as ghosts. There just absolutely isn't. And my brother told me his story, and I was like, 
Interesting. <laughs> Unfortunately, believing what you just told me would force me to change my entire understanding of the universe. So it's clearly bullshit, but I just can't work out how. Well, we might have to ring him up. Oh, sadly, I don't think we ever did ring Rufus Hound's brother to find out that story. Maybe we'll do it next time he's on. Uh, and you know what? Now it's time for this bloody sh- podcast to start paying for itself. Uh, we're going to... It's almost like the whole raison d'etre of doing this. Uh, let's go over to some of our wonderful advertisers to find out things you can join in with or purchase or just think a little bit about. And I hope you enjoy these commercials, if applicable. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Emergency Questions. If you've just joined us, that would be weird because it's a podcast. Why would you start at this point? But if that's what you've done, it's possible. This week, we are answering the question, have you ever seen a ghost? And to find out whether Andy Zaltzman has ever seen a ghost, let's ask Andy Zaltzman if he's ever seen a ghost. That's how questions work. Have you ever seen a ghost? I've got to ask that. Have I ever seen a ghost? Ghost, yeah. Not a goat, uh, a ghost. A ghost. Um, <laughs> no, no. I, might start, might, I might start asking if you've ever seen a ghost. I've not seen one. Uh, <laughs> I ate one, though. Uh, you ate a goat? Yeah, I went to the Fat Duck, and uh, they had a, uh, one of the courses was salmon with ghost. <laughs> was, I mean, only Blumenthal could carry that off, I reckon. But it was a extraordinary recipe. Have you ever seen a goat? A goat? Yeah, in real life. No, I've seen them in museums. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's the best place to see a goat, I believe. Yeah. Not, it's not gone as well, that new emergency question, as I was, <laughs> as I was hoping. I'm not even going to write that down. Uh, for the, for that, the did sa- that sounded like a kind of curious line of questioning in some <laughs> cop drama, <laughs> kind of, some legal drama. That, you know, suddenly you asked me, have I ever seen a goat? was going to lead me to confessing my yeah. complicity in the Kennedy hit or something. <laughs> Often these questions, because people have never been asked that before, and so they're not prepared, yeah. and then it can... The Bigfoot one so far has not led to anything. <laughs> but when I meet, when I have a guest who has seen a Bigfoot, but you know, submerged that memory, right? Imagine how fucking great it's going to be. Gonna be awesome. go, 
Oh yeah. yeah. I did I did see a Bigfoot that time and I never thought Doing about those five years in the Himalayas and I was fleeing justice and then you're gonna <laughs> get to the, the bottom of their hideous crime spree. Two for the price of one there. Well, have you ever seen a goat as well from Andy Zaltzman? Plus, I did eventually meet someone who had seen a Bigfoot and uh, it was, of course, Brian Blessed, but he didn't really answer the question, so that's a shame. Now, this is going to be good. This was during lockdown. This was a week after I'd had my testicle removed. Uh, and I was lucky enough to interview the esteemed journalist and presenter, Jeremy Paxman. And one of the many questions I asked him was, have you ever seen a ghost? Let's see. How that goes right now. Have you ever seen a ghost, Jeremy Paxman? I don't. I don't believe in ghosts, but I think no. I'm. I think I felt one once <laughs> when I was staying in a house in Ireland. Yeah, and I felt this very cold presence when I walked down the stairs in the middle of the night. I felt this very cold presence brush past me, no. and I thought that must have been a ghost, or you know, some wind, or a bit of wind. Yeah. Yeah, that can cause you a lot of trouble, or just a cold bit in the house. Could be that. Jeremy Paxman, there, another one that turned out to be a very fun interview, but not as much fun as the half an hour before the interview, as Jeremy Paxman attempted to use his iPad without much success. Um, I think there might be some of that up somewhere that you can hear, but do go and listen to that Jeremy Paxman. Uh, interview, I think, because you're here from that ghost question. I won him round in the end, but it took a little while. Uh, my next guest, I'm very sad to say, has uh, passed away. Uh, she was absolutely, I was absolutely uh, delighted to meet her and talk to her, and very sad to hear that she died quite soon after this interview, unexpectedly, is the wonderful writer Kay Meller. Have you ever seen a ghost? Kay oh. Meller. I suppose it, it, funnily enough, we were talking about surreal things, weren't we? Yeah. Um, I, it, I, it's a weird thing. But on the day, I'm going I'm to sound like I'm bragging now, and I'm not. But on the day that I got my, uh, I, I found out that I'd been awarded an OBE. I, I was in my kitchen, and I looked up, and I looked out of the window, and, and I saw my mum, who'd passed away, sadly, like, 10 years earlier, and I saw my mum as a young woman, just fleetingly for a minute, for a second. And so the day that I found out that I'd got my OBE was literally the day I saw a ghost, which was the ghost of my mum, which was absolutely extraordinary. And it, I, it was the most lovely feeling for me. Yeah. It was the most warm, lovely feeling to see my mum young and happy. Yeah. Really smiling at me. But she'd been waiting till you got an OBE yeah. before she came back. They <laughs> <laughs> wait 10 years. Go on, do something. <laughs> All right. I, f- I felt, though, I felt as though, as though she was kind of... I don't know, maybe it was me thinking I wish my mum was here yeah, yeah. to tell her. Do you know what I mean? I, don't, I, don't, I didn't know which way, around it, which way around it was. And I didn't tell anybody because I thought that, <laughs> that I'd be carted off. I'll never get my OBE. I'll be in some lunatic asylum, you know. <laughs> A very moving story there from Kay that I managed to undercut with humour. And maybe if I get an OBE... K. Meller might appear. You know, it's a little circle, isn't it? That's that's the wonder. Uh, maybe one day we'll all be ghosts and we'll just keep on doing Rahala Super together uh, and haunt the Leicester Square Theatre. You never know. Um, I was lucky enough to have a couple of the actors from Ghosts on the show and, of course, I couldn't resist asking them if they'd ever seen a ghost. And this is the answer from the wonderful Jim Howick, who plays the guy with the arrow through his neck. That one. He is a ghost. Has he ever seen a ghost? I, I 
I don't remember what he said. Let's find out. Well, I've got some emergency questions about ghosts. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you as experts on ghosts. Uh, I mean, the one that I would usually ask, I suspect, is the first question that everyone asks you in any interview. So I might not ask. I'll ask it, but you don't have to answer it. Have you ever seen a ghost? No. No, sir. Um, Good. We got out of the way. They don't exist. Your whole sitcom is a waste of time. uh, Larry did a ghost (laughs) podcast uh, um, a few weeks ago, and he summed it up really well, that... None of us really, none of us in the group really believe in ghosts. But in the hotel we stay in Guildford, one of the rooms is is, is purportedly haunted. <laughs> and um, everyone's really uncomfortable about staying in it. Yeah. So maybe we do. <laughs> yeah, I think you do, but I say, but I, I, when I first walk my dog, I live in the village now, when I first walk my dog at night time along... Uh, you know, sort of bridal way, there was no one around. I shone my torch, and I was pretty sure I saw, like, in the distance, a mum and... A horseman. Uh, a mum <laughs> walking along yeah. with two kids. And maybe, you know, like, maybe where... It was just a fleet flashing thing. Maybe, I've created this afterwards, slightly out-of-date clothing, but only a little right, bit. Yeah. <laughs> then I shone my torch back again, and there was nobody there. Oh. Now, it's possible they just turned around and legged it up the bridal, but it was a straight bar. Come on, we're going. <laughs> or it's possible. Mummy, why is that man shining a torch? <laughs> yeah, it could be that. They could have been weirded out by the torch. But, that, but last night I went out for them, it was really misty, and I was going back to the same place, and I thought, oh, just let the dog do a wee here. And the dog also really wanted to go back home oh, again. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, dogs are, dogs you, never, are... you never know. And once again, it's me who's seen the ghosts. <laughs> And me, who is the crazy one. Of course, uh, Matt Bainton was also there, but that was mainly Jim Howick answering the questions. And another double act uh, are going to be asked next. This was on tour, I believe, in Yorkshire at a festival. Uh, some of the quality of these recordings uh, varies because we didn't have George the Incompetent sound man at all of them. He's actually very competent, but you'll never listen to this, so I can say that uh, now, and he's, he works very hard for us. But I'll never say that to his face. So please don't tell him what I've said. Uh, this is the Scummy Mummies. Have you ever seen a ghost, either of you or both of you, together? Uh, no, because they're not real. That's true, yeah. 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 <laughs> I've watched the film. I mean, Ghost, that's a yeah. lovely film. Richard's... Yeah. Do you know, have you seen Rent-A-Ghost? No. What's Rent-A-Ghost, everyone? I've just sorted out our Saturday night. Oh, excellent. That'll be a lovely night in. The first series is yeah. worth watching, but the re- it, it slides down. Once... Um, Mr. Davenport is uh, dead, dead, I think, that he died, didn't he, the actual... I mean, they all, they're all... It's a, it's, a, it's a sitcom beset with tragedy. They all died quite young, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jossie's Giants are rent a ghost. I feel like yeah. this is a podcast... Jossie's Giants, you know, Jossie is still here. Yeah. Against all the odds. Tim no, Tybalt, dead for years. He's actually a ghost. Yeah. Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, right. There was a lot of rivalry between Jossie's Giants and rent a ghost. No. No. <laughs> Do you ever get in a punch up with uh, no, Timothy no. Claypole? No. <laughs> was there a bit of a thing with Gruy? Didn't you have a bit of a Barney with Gruy, or have I, have I misremembered that? He's pretending he doesn't even know who Gruy is. Okay. That's how deep <laughs> the wound goes. Yeah. Uh, Scummy Mummies there. Uh, Ellie uh, Gibson, I believe, from Scummy Mummies, is the daughter of legendary alternative comedian Jim Barclay, who was uh, in in the audience of that show who we briefly talked to there and um, he played Jossie in Jossie's Giants you probably won't remember any of these shows rent a ghost or Jossie's Giants but uh, and, and in fact I, I did a short film called A Very British Cult I think 
uh, with uh, Jim, which was fantastic because I am a huge fan of his. So that's the backstory there. Let's see who's coming up next. Even I don't know. Oh, it's Ian McMillan. This was on tour somewhere up in Yorkshire. And uh, fantastic poet, broadcaster. Has he seen a ghost? I'm going to say, ooh, tricky. I think probably not. Let's find out. Uh, have you ever seen a ghost? No, I've never seen a ghost. Although you have that dream where some tall person is stood at the foot of your bed. Yeah. I've had that a few times. I used to have that thing called hypnagogia. Yeah. You know, where you wake up and you think you're 94 feet long. <laughs> it's a weird thing because when you're waking up, the bits of your brain that control perspective wake up later on. And when I was a kid, I used to be scared. And I used to, I used to say, Mum, I'm 94 <laughs> feet long. And she went, well, you'd be able to get plenty of jobs, won't you? You'd be able to get... And won't need you down the pit. And then it's... And, but then, every so often, about once, once a year, I have a dream there's a really tall person stood at the foot of my bed just looking at me. And it's not a ghost, maybe. It's just some kind of memory yeah. or it's some kind of thing. But it's weird. And it's just before you wake up. And yeah. you, so you're 94 feet long. And there's, a, there's, a, there's a figure stood at the foot of your bed. It's a bit like life in Lancashire, let's face it. But there, there is that. <clears throat> I'd yeah, like I'd... to see a ghost, I think, just to see what it would be like. Yeah. Well, it's not... Have you like, seen it's one? like Robin Hood. No, I have. I've, I've had the same sort of things where and nearly everyone you talk to has seen one. They've just woken up, or yeah. they're sort of. It's part of that thing. You're in this hypnagogic the... state, and and they, I think it goes back to when you're little, and your mum or dad would be at foot of your bed, just checking you're asleep. Yeah, yeah. And so your memory goes back to that. I'm sure that Maybe must be it, true. unless it's a burglar. I had. To, <laughs> I had a thing when I was very tired asleep on a dressing room floor, and then I sort of woke up, and there was like a witch on my chest Blimey. like pushing down a bit that's again that's one of the archetypal things that happens yes yeah that you get this kind of ma- and then a lot of these archetypes come from these visions that you have as a child isn't well it? and yeah. this half waking half yeah. sleeping thing. and so yeah. they, we've created those rather than the other way around it's not like mm. oh it's that so it would that. be really frightening if you saw a real one wouldn't yeah it? <laughs> well it might have been a real one it was trying to strangle me oh well <clears throat> i got i escaped it was fine um <laughs> or did you i don't know ah. this could all be part of a waking nightmare <laughs> I don't think so, though. Ian McMillan there, what a, great, what a lot of interesting people I've interviewed over the years. It's kind of fun to do this, looking back, because you go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot. And especially on that tour, I did so many in such a short period of time. It's not surprising, I can't remember a bloody thing about any of this. Um, now, my next guest we're going to ask the question to is Shaparat Corsandi, Shappy Corsandi. Um, difficult to call this one, because Shappy... Uh, has a furtive imagination and, uh, you know, is one of us comedians who uh, sometimes you feel we don't know what's going to come out of her mouth next in a delightful way, of course. But she was also president of the Humanist Society, which makes you think, doesn't it, that she's probably not seen a ghost. But Hash, what do you... let Place your bets now to find out and then see who's right. Go. Have you ever seen a ghost apart from the ghost of the Hammersmith Apollo? No, I really wanted to see a ghost. Yeah. When my grand died, I thought, oh, maybe this will be the time when I'll be proved wrong that there's a god and she'll come to me in ghost form. I don't think that proves there's a god. I think that proves there isn't a god and that all our souls are left wandering the earth in pain and... Oh, no, but it shows that there's something, though. It shows that there's something supernatural. Yeah, just like people wandering the earth going, oh, that's all there is, then that would be awful to know that. No, so, but that, that she didn't. She was fine. No, she's she up did... in heaven. She's fine. Yeah, no, she's fine. She was proper gone. <laughs> she's, got, she's got her feet up. She's not going to come back in. 
No, but um, I am life. scared of ghosts, though, even though I don't believe in them. I'm petrified of them. Petra, sometimes I have to leave my own house and sit in the garden in the daytime. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so scared of <laughs> ghosts that I started writing ghost stories, but I freaked myself out. So I've, I've got about um, five quarter-written ghost books, ghost stories... Which you're are, too scared. You're too scared I'm to too finish scared them. To finish them. Off. They must be good, though. That's pretty I get the EBGBs. <laughs> yeah, you should put them out as the ghost stories that are too terrifying to finish, <laughs> and that's sort of more scary than a finished one because it's like, fuck, something really bad happens now. I can't. The person in writing this is no dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I, I, yeah. So, um, so I, I, I'm yet to see a ghost. Okay. That's it's good to know. When you are when you are a ghost, you'll see loads of ghosts. Or, you know, you oh, might be a ghost already and not know you're a ghost. And all oh, people you no. see are ghosts already. Oh, well, then that's fine, then, because then the, the indiscreet stuff I've said now yeah. won't matter. It won't matter, because it still goes out of the pockets. That's what happens at the end of Sixth Sense. Bang! <laughs> Ruined it for you. And at the end of Breaking Bad. Uh, so, they were all ghosts. They were all ghosts. They, was, they were all ghosts. They were all ghosts. All the dead people come back. They go, hey, come on in. You were dead all along. You died of cancer right at the beginning. Well, come on in. Hey. That is literally what happens. There's no point in watching it now. I've wrecked it for you. And there you go. She doesn't believe in ghosts, but she's scared of ghosts. And that is why Shappy is the greatest. Now, the next two are the last two. And we've saved the spookiest till penultimate and then definitely until last. People who certainly put the shits up you at some point in your life. But do they believe in ghosts? And have they seen ghosts? The first person I'm going to ask, not sure which appearance it was. He appeared very early on. And he appeared very recently. It is the wonderful Mark Gatiss. Have you ever have you ever seen a ghost in real life? <laughs> everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. Can you see them? No, I haven't, no. I'd love to. Yeah. I did have a vaguely supernatural experience once. Right. Which but that I spent most of the time just thinking this can't happen to me because I wanted to. But uh, it was, I didn't see anything. What happened in the vaguely supernatural? Well. Did you wake it's up? Like Dave Allen, no, it's like Dave <laughs> Allen. I'll tell the story. Uh, I was staying. Uh, I was in, living in a squat in Leeds, okay. uh, and a friend of mine uh, was living in this. What's so funny? I don't know. <laughs> it's a long time ago. Um, a friend of mine had a, an attic room in a four-story Victorian house. He went away for the summer holidays, and he let me stay there for three months, which yeah. I was very grateful for at the time. And. Um, it was odd. I was on my own, which wasn't very nice, but in this room. And a few odd things started to happen. There was a very strange smell of pipe tobacco, which kept coming and going. Right. Uh, very odd atmosphere, as if I'd come, sort of come back and opened the door, and it was like the room had just had loads of people in it, all jumped out the window. <laughs> very odd. And, just, and I just thought I was, it was preying on my mind. And then one night, in the middle of the summer... Um, it was so hot, I was asleep on top of the bed. And I woke up, and all the lights were on. And it was so cold, I could see my breath in the air. And uh, I rang my friend Roger the next day. and He obviously picked something up, and he said, are you okay? I said, yeah, I didn't sleep very well. And he said, have you seen it yet? <laughs> <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He said, oh, I think the room's haunted. I said, yes, I think I might be as well. So it was, it was odd, right. very odd. And eventually, months after I left Leeds... Um, this bloke came round to his house for dinner, uh, 
who was very pretty. I remember that about him. His name was Christian. <laughs> and, but he was popularly supposed to have some sort of, you know, second sight, and, uh, as they used to call it. And we, he hadn't been told anything about this, and he went wandering around the house, and he went up right up to the top, and he came back downstairs and asked Roger if uh, there was anything odd about the place. And he was quite non-committal because he didn't want to give him any clues. And he just said, this guy said, well, there was someone waiting on the threshold of your room. And they're still there. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, isn't it? That's the closest, though, but I didn't that's see anything. A proper, that's a ghost. It's a proper ghost. He's uh, smoking a pipe. Yeah. Got lots of friends. Yes. It's like, it's like, it's, it's like a ghost surprise party. That's like, like, here we go. Yeah. Oh, fuck, it's not him. Get yeah. out. But if you were a ghost, well, that's probably what you'd do. Yeah, you must yeah. get very boring. Yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? No. Do you believe in Yvette Fieldy? Yeah, I do believe. I don't. Don't believe. She. What was that? <laughs> I want to. I, so, I desperately, desperately, desperately wanted to go in Most Haunted, just so I, in the middle of one of those, um, you know, nighttime footage things, I could just go. It's just dust. It's <laughs> dust. Turn the lights on. It's dust. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That one was genuinely scary. Was that from his fertile imagination? Is he tricking us or was that real? Ghosts could be real. And our final guests, two men who Mark knows very well. Two men who have also spooked us out on many occasions. Two men who have surely, surely one of them or both of them have seen ghosts. Let's find out. It's the exciting denouement. It's got to be a good one, surely. Let's find out. It's Steve Pemberton and Reese Shearsmith. Um, let me. Uh, well, this is good. This is actually this is one of my regular questions, but it will seem like it's been adapted especially for you. Have you ever seen a ghost? Oh, good ghosts. Let's talk about these. No. No. <laughs> We did actually go to a haunted house uh, for a Radio 4 documentary. and um, This was such a laugh. Was it called Ram House? The Ram Inn. The Ram Inn, which is even more a carry-on... The Ram Inn. A carry-on title, ghost hunting at the Ram Inn. (laughs) And, um, oh, it'll put the willies up you. And uh, (laughs) we... We, uh, we sort of uh, got there, and there was this absolutely insane guy uh, who, who sort of lived there, and it was John. just a dump, wasn't it? <laughs> wasn't an habitable house. Well, he lived there. <laughs> yeah, like Stigger the Dump. <laughs> and um, It was really funny. It was, um, it was reputed like 14th century, and it was full of devil worship and child abuse. Once again, we come back to the theme <laughs> of the night. And... Um, <laughs> Yes, so we were taken around. We had a medium with us, didn't we? Yeah, we had a medium, and we did a sort of uh, seance, and um, she said, I'm going to do a tapping seance. So we did the glass moving, and everyone thought that the other person was moving Jeremy was frightened. It was really funny. (laughs) He he is very susceptible to that thing. And, um, and, and And one of the questions was, what is death like? And it's spelt out, nice. Nice. That's quite reassuring. Yeah. No. And then so friendly. It's all right. <laughs> no, I don't know if he did it in this voice. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's nice. Well, it's imagine right. it did. And don't, then, worry, don't be so scared about it. It's nice. It's <laughs> yeah, quite nice, a nice, nice ghost to have around. And then Mark said, if, right. you, if you were um, in the 14th century, why aren't you talking to us in Saxon French? <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and, it, and it sort of went F-O. Uh, <laughs> 
and and then we did a tapping thing. So this was not, you know, none of us were doing it. And I was looking, I was sitting next to the medium. I was watching her. Her feet and hands were completely still. She wasn't doing any tapping. There was just the four of us around the room. And the, that was really creepy because yeah, we definitely... We started hearing it was responding with taps. Not bath towels, natural. And it was, it was like, oh my God, this is... And there was a parapsychologist there as well who was recording it and he was excited. It was like, they're getting something. Fucking Mark... <laughs> Gate is doing it. <laughs> At the he end of the night, us. we went back. We were so, I was so excited. I can't believe what this happened tonight. It was me. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's me. It's ruined. If, if the ghost was speaking Saxon French, maybe what is death like? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Don't go, about that. don't go there. Don't go there. This is quite nice. But it's kind of all right. There's a biscuit named after it. But uh, have I seen a ghost? No, I really don't think no. I have seen a ghost. Oh, no. Fucking hell, I've got a story for you. Yeah. The other week, I went to a uh, hotel. You forgot in that the... you saw a ghost. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> I, I literally put it I was from my mind. I by a ghost. Something really happened the other way. We got in free in the BAFTA goodie bag. I know it starts in a strange way. <laughs> a weekend, have you been to that hotel yet? No. A weekend in this hotel, so I went to this hotel and we went down for dinner on the night. Two wine glasses as there are on tables. And we were just looking at the restaurant, me and my wife. The wine glass just went like that and I went, huh. <laughs> and it pushed its way under the menu of my wife, she went like that, and we literally both would, could not believe this wine. I went, ugh! And it was, it just moved across the table by itself, and it wasn't wet. I was thinking, oh, it's aquaplaning, which is the thing that happens with. And it just, it was actually hard to push it, it was like marble. <laughs> it was really strange. I don't know why, why I kind of didn't want to definitely think about it because I thought, this is a ghost, but why 8.15 in a restaurant in a hotel? And then did you get up stairs and Mark Gatiss was there going, it was me! <laughs> 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 it was underneath the magnet. <laughs> I'm all ghosts. Mark. I am all Mark ghosts. <laughs> that would be a very reassuring thought if, if all ghosts were Mark Gatiss. <laughs> so that's, that was something that I thought, that I can't explain it. But um, yeah. no, no uh, you know, not a cowled figure, never, no. Have you? No, they don't, they don't exist. Have you? Uh, no. Well, what a corker to end on. Mark Gatiss is all ghosts. And now I think about it. I never touched him on either of his appearances. And he did... You could see stuff through him. That would be spooky if everyone... If all, if it's all... Oh, well, we'll see. Uh, thanks very much for listening. We'll be back next month, no doubt, with another one of these. Thank you to Ben Evans, who puts all these clips together for me. Thanks to Kate McKeegan, who runs the fantastic com which really helps us in our research. Thanks, of course, to Chris Evans, not that one. I'm indebted to my producer, Ben Walker. Uh, thank you to you for listening. As with all these podcasts, please do spread the word on social media or to your friends. Everyone who listens helps us, and we're hoping to do some ambitious things with the money we are raising through the advertising. Uh, if you're with ACAST Plus, of course, you are listening to this without adverts. That's one of the benefits of membership of ACAS Plus for just from £2 a month I think it is £5 a month if you want all of the bonus extras anyway that's enough of me advertising stuff 
Have you ever seen a ghost? Why don't you talk about that with a friend or an AI chatbot if you haven't got any friends right now and find out their stories too. Goodbye. See you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks for listening. RichardHerring.com slash gigs. GoFasterStripe.com for all my books, downloads, all that sort of shizzle. Oh, yeah, I know all the cool words. And um, would love to see you on the, on the Can I Have My Ball Back tour if you can make it. Bye.